Whatever your opinion on marijuana and hemp is, it is everywhere. Today, we talked to Joe Salome of the Georgia Hemp Company on how he brought it to Georgia and how his business is thriving. We also talk about what it's like to market in a heavy regulated startup space, what the plans for growth are, and when it'll finally be legal everywhere. All that and more today on the Marketing Mad Men podcast. They say marketing is a madman's game. So now we turn it over to the Marketing Madman with Nick Constantino and Trip Job. Happy Saturday. Welcome to the Marketing Mad Men. Trip Job and Nick Constantino here live from the battery. And um, we are going to be live. Yeah, <laughs> we are. We're going to be lit and live. It's going to be a good one. I am thrilled. Um, so much going on here. Um, I'm going to let Joe introduce himself, but really what I want to say is this is one of those industries that people don't get to talk about enough. I think it's finally starting to change, but this has been such a part of culture for such a long time. It's been a part of health. It has been shut down for governmental reasons and the war on drugs. We've been the wild, wild west, and we are opening the the, uh, highways. And and it's it's a good thing. And and I'm not going to get into my political beliefs and why I think that's good, but I'm going to get into the fact that um, the science that is coming out and what we're starting to learn about CBD and Delta Aid and cannabis and all these things. And, you know, we did an episode on microdosing with hallucinogens and all this stuff. I find it fascinating. So what I'm going to ask is everybody look at the, take this with an open mind, understand that this is something important that I believe in and Trip believes in and Joe believes in, and we're going to have this conversation. At the same time, if you were going to judge this conversation, it's time to tune out now. Let's rock and roll. Joe, you introduce yourself, bud. Uh, hi, my name is Joe Salome. Uh, I'm the co-founder and managing partner of the Georgia Hemp Company and Simpleaf Wellness. We are a holistic uh, local Georgia company that we um, we, we just provide great hemp-derived uh, THC and CBD-derived products. Yeah, and that's a great opening. So let's do the quick version of how we got from it's don't touch the stuff, it's a class one, it's illegal, the world yeah. is ending, to all of a sudden now a farm bill passed, hemp is legal, and we're just in the wild west. Talk about how we got there. You know, I, I mean, for me, it, it was on the shoulders of giants. You know, I mean, growing up in the 80s and 90s, I got to watch fun movies uh, that made cannabis not as dangerous as what you were told. Uh, Cheech and Chong. I was, I was wondering if that's I mean, where you're going. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there were many nights uh, I would pass out to Cheech and Chong, finding those old, old movies. Uh, the the, uh, the bro- they played the brothers, Corsco yeah. brothers. I mean, there's so many great movies these guys did that I was like, wait a minute, it can't be that bad if they're making fun of it. Billy Friday Ted. was another classic. Half baked. Half baked. I mean, Friday I could barely even finish. How high? I mean, no. how high? I mean, these are all great oh, yeah. classics. So if we're making cultural classic movies about it, wait a minute, it can't be that bad. Oh, yeah. And so for me, I grew up in the age of the internet. Yeah. And so we could double check, right? My mom bought me a movie. Uh, uh, it was like an old marijuana scare movie. And you ca- and like, I mean, we're in mark. We're talking marketing, yeah, right? So sure. it was a marketing piece to scare you away from something that was actually used as cannabis five years before this. Bro, propaganda. Right? There's no other way to say it. Prop- it was pretty is, much is propaganda. That, is, but it was really cool and insightful for me as a high schooler at that point to see this and be like, oh, shit, what's really going on out yeah. there? Not just with this, but maybe other stuff as yeah. well. Yep. Other topics as well. But for me, I just kind of focused on this one and went knee deep. By the time I got into college at Kennesaw State University, focusing on my entrepreneurship uh, degree in in, in management and uh, double major in marketing, I uh, was writing business plans. But my business plans had to be changed from from weed to widget. Yeah. Right. I couldn't uh, submit it yeah. with the weed because it wasn't a it was still a schedule and drug. It wasn't legal anywhere. And the teachers were like, look, we get it. Yeah. This is just a project and it's a process. So weed, widget, whatever. We're going to put widget in here. You can change it to ice cream. We don't care, but not weed. Right. And so every business plan I did either involved that or something I was currently doing at the time, like my photography company. I'd make that a project. Right. Yeah. Um, 
And, and, and let's. this is something we talk about a lot on the show. So tactics may change, but principles do not change. Principles of business, doesn't matter which widget in which you're selling, Correct. these principles don't change. So a good business plan, you should be able to swap things. There's going to be a point of specialization, and there's going to be a point. But one of the things we harp on all the time is, like, look, there's a difference between tactics and little tricks here or there and mm-hmm. fundamental business plans. And is you? it seems like your goal was to build that business plan. It wasn't to make it like a little, hey, check this out. We're joking around with this. This is a real viable business, and you can know because anything can be filled in here. I was writing business plans for coffee shops that I wanted to open up in Hickory Flat before that that area blew up, right? right. So I was I was I was I was wanting to put it in play. I just didn't want to write a business plan for something fake. It didn't yeah. make sense right. to me. I at least in my ADHD mind had to have something realistic that I could at least apply to it possibly. Um so, you know, that that was the beginning for me and then um, you know, through my 20s I continued to possess and maybe distribute in the office to people I knew that used because I wanted to continue using. And I always had a worry early on that I would never know a dealer when I got older because of how scary it all looked. Yeah. How scary they made it look. Made it look, or I'd have to deal with somebody with guns and bags of drugs and stuff. And that wasn't Mm -hmm. the case. And so um, I continued being a user, but I would find other users that needed it for medical purposes. And I started opening my eyes up. And my mom needed it, and when I say needed it, I, I enter, entertained it to her and introduced it to her, and she entertained it while she was going through chemo uh, from ovarian yeah. cancer. And there's a lot of those stories around there sure. where it's one of those things that is just the absolute worst case, and they get introduced, and it's, it's a life changer. It's and a I don't life think changer. those stories yeah. are brought to the public's eye. Now they are, but I think there was a long they time were. where they this were not, This was like 05 and 06, right? And so yeah. this was still, you know, I still wanted to keep my job at where I was working. Yeah. I didn't want to talk too much about it, but enough around my circle of people was like, hey, my mom's recovering a lot quicker than most. Or the doctors are noticing things in her blood that's different than things are, this is really cool. And then you could dive into the internet and see that there's tons of research out there. Dr. Rafael Mishulam discovered this endocannabinoid system, you know, years ago and said, hey, there's these receptors in our body that accept, you know, anandamide and THC and CBD and all these cannabinoids, and it helps regulate our bodily functions without needing natural medicines, right? This is all natural. Your body naturally produces it. And just like a lot of other things, it stops producing things as well. And so sometimes we have to supplement that to get it back into balance. So just learning these things, uh, getting through my 20s, understanding how it was helping people. And then, you know, 2012, 2013, Colorado's like, hey, we're going to go legal. Yeah. Recreation, not medical, like California was. And it was right. bound to be Colorado first. I don't care what anyone says. If you've ever been out there, it could have been, been, been Vermont. It, I mean, from, yeah, all, all 600,000 yeah, people that live in Vermont. New Mexico, so. New Mexico <laughs> is right there, too. Uh, Vega, you know, Nevada. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so as we got uh, another, uh, or, uh, I had a childhood friend that we grew up together, actually the first guy I ever got high with as well. Uh, but we were watching this and we were saying, hey, why don't we start something here on the foot on the on the on the, to- on the foothills of that? How do, how do we how do we leverage something here and keep doing it? And so what we did is we put out a press release. We started a company, built a brand, put a website up with a logo and everything. And that was called House Young Organics. And then what we did is we put a press release out to the nation and said we're giving away medical marijuana to Georgia patients despite state laws. About a day we cleaned out our house, threw everything away, hit everything we needed to. And about two days later, the some some some. Uh, folks from the Capitol called us. Uh, some of the politicians, the representatives called us. And so they were like, hey, can you come down and maybe help us write this bill or at least understand and navigate this? And we we're like, absolutely. Should we bring some medicine oil with us? And they're like, no, 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 please don't. Don't bring anything with you. Just <laughs> we get to the restaurant afterwards, yeah, just not into the Capitol. want to meet with you. And so then we started getting introduced to all these different patients that we knew it was helping already, but, you know, uh, epileptic patients. Yeah. 
Crohn's, cancer, mitochondrial disease, all these different things. Uh, and that's not even to mention anxiety and depression and all the other things, the, if you will, the soft sciences we, that we, are not we, as diagnosed. These were more of diseases or things that could kill you or put you in bad situations, right? And so you don't want any of these type of diseases. Um, and so we started meeting all these individuals. And I was like, yeah, we can help them. Why don't we, why don't we start helping them? Let's start doing it. And so that was the, the, pre, the you know, what we wanted to do with this company. We didn't really think it would get as far as it did. Started helping at the Capitol, kept going down there. We started bringing patients down there. We launched the company because of how public we were being. My background's in marketing. I was working at Moe's Southwest Grill at the time as a field marketing manager. And my job was to get the message out there right. in lots of different forms and fashions, whether that was a local yeah. event, a flyer, yeah. a radio. Your, your job is to make it go viral. It was and to you, make it you go went viral. Bi- you went viral. And that's exactly what we did. My partner was really good at writing. I took all his blogs. I created really good content, and we blasted it out there, and we were getting noticed nationwide. Um, and so we started selling products in the CBD world. We were paying about ten grand a kilo for CBD at the time. Now you can get it for about $500. Wow. But you know that was a barrier to entry where nobody else was playing. There wasn't a whole lot of American-made CBD except out of really Kentucky at the time. Um, a lot of stuff was coming from China. So yeah, well, it was regulation. So I actually I was going through buying some businesses, and I almost bought a nursery. And the reason it was available was it was the guy who had gotten the only license in South Carolina. And so he there had focused his yeah. entire uh, effort. And so he wanted to get rid of all of his other businesses on, you know, growing in South Carolina. What, what happened? Yeah. What happened? Well, things changed. Right? <laughs> I think that's uh, yeah. a... I know it, what happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, look, look, let's, let's talk. So let's let's now let's fast forward. So let's talk Georgia Ham Company. And you have so many ancillary businesses. You're you're supplying. You're doing all these things. Talk about what got you to Georgia Ham Company, and then how you got from here to here. Because I remember showing. So up my in your my partnership with this individual and what we did there for about four or five years, up to about 2017. We were at the Capitol. We were changing the laws. We we're helping pass the bills that are currently on the docket here in Georgia and what medical cannabis companies are, are operating under. Um. We broke up in 2017. Uh, we were helping thousands and thousands of patients here in the state of Georgia that had a medical card but had no access because of the laws that the governor set up at the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. We broke up, and within the same month, uh, I partnered with another friend, and we started um, our, pa- our parent company, Rijo LLC, and a couple of companies underneath that. One was the Georgia Hemp Company, and the other was uh, Simply Wellness. Yep. So mm-hmm. two different brands. One was my lifestyle distribution shelf space. That was the Georgia Hemp Company. Everybody wanted to get their product on a shelf. I built my own shelf uh, because I knew I could both digitally and physically. Uh, and then Simply Wellness was our endocannabinoid brand. That was the brand that was going to cross over states, uh, cross over into other regulated industries as yeah. the cannabis brand, if you will. Yep. Okay. Um, so we had two brands, and we, we, we decided uh, – to do this in the late 2017 by april of 2018 we were at sweetwater 420 fest which is a Mm -hmm. signature event of of ours that we love to set up at we're at 420 launching and we had our store open by august of the next year this was in sandy springs just down roswell road near the punchline i was able to tell people hey you know the punchline used to be right down yeah Yeah. a half mile outside the i sure do yeah so it was an easy call, uh, uh, drive to traffic of where we were. And the, this tie-in between the hemp and this comedy is just a built-in yeah, act. Yeah, so right, I think right. that's a good segue. I think let's uh, let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll keep the story unrolling. Yep. Um, so we've been uh, listening to uh, the Georgia Hemp Company, and this is the Marketing Mad Men on Extra 106.3. 
The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Now back to the Marketing Mad Men on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome back to the Marketing Mad Men. Trip Job and Nick Constantino here, and we are talking with the uh, Georgia Hemp Company. Yep. And uh, learned a lot of Already, already the, uh, we learned a lot. In the break as well as in the first section. I would so have never thought Kentucky would be the, the centerpiece of all this. So... I was in your store when you were first in Sandy Springs. I remember coming to meet with you and seeing it, and I've been to Amsterdam. I've been around these things, and it, what stuck out to me was not what it was, but what you had planned it to be. So talk a little bit about when you started, but what you envisioned it to be, how we got to that point now, and then I want to segue over to Simple Eve and talk a little bit about some of the new stuff. Yeah, so my background was working with big box retailers. Uh, my background is most Southwest Grill. Uh, hair cuttery, um, you know, working with a, another local sports radio station here back in the day where we worked with a lot of brands. So branding was in my head. Like I, right. I knew the vision and the brand, um, and that was a big part of it. Um, but I saw it at a high level. So I only know how to do stuff at a high level. I don't, I mean, I know how to do a park event, but I also know how to do Sweetwater, and now I know how to do the Braves. So I've always done stuff at a high level. So I've never, I never thought small as a small business. And every time I opened a new store, you get the accolades, but I never thought of it as like the finish line, like most people do. Yeah. So for me, it just it was just uh, the goalpost kept moving, and yeah. that was an intentional. How thing, close but, are we now to where you thought where this vision is? I mean, what I, I like, was in the store recently. Would I like I was... to have ten stores? Yes. Would I like to remodel the stores a little bit? Of course I would. But that's my background. I like constant improvement. I like constant brand upgrades. Tinkering. And... Tinkering, making. But you know, when you start getting this big, though, and you have these these models set, you can't you can't keep doing that, right? Right. So it's it, it's a bigger tinker, one at a time, or does it work? Oh shoot, that didn't work. We can't can't scale this. Right. This we can. Right. Or yeah. we, we, we grew too big. Or, or yeah, maybe right. we have too much room in here. And, well, maybe and, what was a blockade is not a blockade. Right. And there are other new blockades sure. that came in, like exactly. the sound of Sandy Springs and not letting you put up a sign on, For on, whatever on, reason, on brick. Yeah. I don't know why. They're giving us just, just constant. But, but that's adversity is what we've been dealing with since day one. If yeah. it's me being shut down by literally every credit card processor I've ever used yeah. up wow. until recently, uh, Square in the past three, four years, or... You know, business partner uh, jumping ship and pulling the rug out from underneath a pretty large organization and having to, re- to turn that around within a year. Uh, so adversity to me is just like another whatever. Um, you learn something going through that kind of stuff. As long as it doesn't shut you down. Again, like they say, you can get pushed down, but it's how you recover from it, right? right. Yeah. 
And I'm, I'm sure it helped you too because your your competitors and other people were also being pushed down and maybe they didn't respond to adversity as well, which put you in the position 100%. to succeed. 100%. And my competitors maybe weren't at my level either, right? And so I looked at myself different. I was one of a kind. I was unique. And yes, there were people trying to or also doing what I was doing. But again, I'm, I'm very cocky. In my, and, and you should be as... as I think as an entrepreneur, because that's your competitive edge a little bit, is I am better than you. And if you don't feel that way, then yeah. then you're always constantly improving. Maybe saying there's something wrong with you, but I don't ever think there's anything wrong with us. We're constantly improving in a good way. Yeah, and the measure well, is I, how the market accepts you. There's a measure of success. And, also. and what I've heard is you're, you wrote many business plans. So you looked at this as a business. Some people do things like this as a hobby. Correct. And other people do it as, Wait, hey, I want... I want to be the first one in on something, and, and they go in half-baked, to we, use we the pun. There he is. And, yeah, <laughs> there boy, is. Trevor. There so, we go. We got him. Um, but they go in that way because they think, all right, first mover, I'll get it. They don't really understand the market. So we there's have three so different many ways. people ask us to franchise. Yeah. I've worked in the franchise group, I, in an environment. I don't want to babysit. Yeah. I looked at it, looked at the price. Looked, I could have grew my brand tremendously in the past, early on, all right. over the state. And wrote, but I didn't. I could have early grab, but I didn't. And other people wanted to early mm. grab, but they weren't in it like I was. Right. And again, if we go back to what I was saying earlier, I've said this before, it's the why. What, why were we doing what we were doing? It was obviously because of you know, people. It was because of what we were doing. And, and what was cool was at that point of opening the store, I could touch more people. Yeah. And I could use my experience in marketing because there's no regulations on hemp. To not, whichever way I want to. I, I could market and advertise where people would let me. And I'll be honest... This the Dickey Broadcasting Network was one of the first ones that said, "Come on, and we're going to accept you and let you do what you need to do." Yeah. And that's amazing. Again, I just want to be normal. Yeah. But I was I was subjected to advertising tactics from 20 years ago. Not that that's a bad thing, but when you have other options out there and your hands are tied, it pisses you off a little bit, yeah. right? You're like, "Why can't I do that? All I'm doing is selling something legal by the bill that's signed to the federal government. Right. Like, what is going on?" Yeah. So um, anyway, you deal with it. You do what you do. You keep persevering and moving on. And, you know, I don't know anything other than just networking, connecting, keep pushing it. I'm the pusher man. That's yeah. fine. That's my yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. There you go. If you can, get the pusher man song to introduce I'll, I'll, me. I'll manually pull it. Um, so let me ask you a, a really powerful, I think, question. Do you feel validated? Has the validation started to come around now that it's so widely accepted? And we're going to talk about the big news in a second, but do you feel validated or is that part of your hunger that you're not there yet and you want to keep pushing to feel more validated? Option two. Okay. Okay. Well, before we get into the big news, talk a little bit about the bricks and mortar. A little bit about the store and then e-commerce and anything else. You know, give us a little bit of background. You know, con- uh, lawyers, contracts, yeah. uh, uh, every real estate deal is different because there's different um, – Landlords, hopefully, with bigger you get, you have a little bit more negotiating power, yeah. right? You can start dictating what's in those contracts. But that was probably the biggest thing was just having to look at these details of stuff. And these are challenges you want in business, right? I want my email to be full. I don't want it to be empty. If it's empty, something's yeah. wrong, right? Like I want mm-hmm. it to be full, so like I want good challenges. And if I can't handle, I can hire people that can, right? And so my lawyer is more than happy to be helping me with everything that they're doing. You know, I mean, my background is marketing and, and communications, but bringing a PR company on that yeah. believes in what you're doing or partnering with nonprofits. So now that we're able to kind of refocus, it's like, you know, those are those are my validations. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one thing that I have found about marketing is that it's easy to market a lifestyle. It's hard to market a product. And what I found when the most recent time I walked in the store, man, it was a lifestyle. I mean, the diversity of people walking in there, yeah. it is much easier to market a lifestyle and have people come to it than try to sell a product. And I think, I don't know if that was the intention, but I think 
for me, as far as marketing goes, that's when you know you succeeded. Well, I think that's what we do as marketers and communicators. We sell lifestyle. I can't. We, that's there's a, there's a hundred bananas out there, right? I, I you know I ran uh, Old Castle's um, paver business. You know you can try to sell product concrete, or you sell a lifestyle of an outdoor patio, an outdoor kitchen, and spending time with your family and friends under the sell stars. Sell me the pen. Sell me that's the concrete. The lifestyle. Yeah. Right? That's I mean what that's what it is at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. Sell me a bottle of oil. Yeah. That nobody knows anything yeah. about. So as we continued, right, with regulation, but also our job was to educate. And my background from patients was education. They needed a product that helped them because other stuff wasn't. So mm-hmm. learning what this endocannabinoid system was and how it interacted with us and what it meant to the patient directly was my education to my staff on how we had consultations with our consumers. Consultations with patients, yep. right? right. And the store is set up for that. The that, that's what we like set a up. I don't or a doctor's office somewhere where it's you're walking up and we're eye to eye. You're not looking in a glass case. Right. You're not looking down. And we're looking up. It's engagement. You want to sample something? We're going to talk. You can spend thirty minutes. You don't want to buy anything? I don't care. But that's that's what the environment is, and, right. and kind of my process teaching my staff to say this is this this is how we handle stuff here at, at our company. Okay. So it sounds like it's a lot about learning and and fit, right? Is a lot right. of learning and a lot of fit. Yes, absolutely. But, but it also sounds like this wasn't as underground as people were making it out to be because you've seen from the people coming out, the guy and the guy walking in in the suit, followed by the, the African-American lady, followed by the guy that looked like he was on a Lumineers tour. Listen, I mean, it was, it was literally like one Cannabis has been another. around since uh, uh, the Ice Age and, and, and cavemen because they had it in their satchels. Right. They're finding these, these, these cavemen when they, when they unbury them with weed in their pockets. Yeah. So the reality is it's been part of us as yeah. humans for millions Mother of years. Mother Nature would have never made it if there wasn't some sort of use for it. It's not, yeah. a, it's not chemicals. It's not fake. It's natural. It's nature. And, hey, guess what? Our, our, our mentality is coming back to that yeah. here in this country, right? Like what, what can we have that's more natural that's not so fabricated and fake to put in our body keep help us keep, keep living yeah. longer? So you've talked about uh, on the medical side some of the uh, obviously very debilitating diseases and there's sure. there. You know, what are some of the other things that you're, you know, focus on? Maybe it's more chronic ailments, maybe not diseases, it's a great way to but put ailments it. and things of that nature. Yeah, I mean, chronic, chronic pain. Uh, but at the high level, CBD, cannabinoids can be great for anxiety, uh, mm-hmm. great for calming and focus. Uh, it's a great anti-inflammatory as well as pain reliever. Yeah. And again, when you're, when you're mixing cannabinoids, getting a, a full spectrum or a, a full plant profile, you can get more balance and more effects out of it. You know, individually, and what we're going to see here in the next 10 years is large pharmaceutical companies isolating these cannabinoids for research to see what they do. Mm-hmm. Every medicine ends up being uh, pharmaceutical grade, yeah. right? And so what's right. going to happen, they're going to isolate this. They're going to see what it does at a high level and whether it's killing cancer or if it's stopping Parkinson's or if it's slowing whatever, they're going to figure it out. And that's what's going to be really amazing about what all this is. A lot of us are excited about going down to the store and picking yeah. up a joint yeah. or, or a cannabis seltzer, which I am. Point. But mm-hmm. that's just a starting point because there are those, deli- those, those diseases, those chronic things that people deal with on a daily basis. But what if we're able to slow that stuff by using this on a daily basis, now that we're educated on it more. Yeah. And that's kind of my message to everybody. I'm 42 and I've been using this for about 10 years. What have I done to my brain from an anti-inflammatory standpoint to keep those things off that may happen 
later life. Yeah, and the timing's right because we're just starting to figure out the impacts of inflammation. I mean, you're talking yeah. al Alzheimer's, all these diseases that we would have never thought you, well, is all tied to all inflammation. You know, as I mentioned, my background, another sports station here locally, I've got a couple, a few connections to ex-NFL players, Ryan Stewart yeah. being a big one, and him as an advocate, as an ex-NFL player, understanding the neuroprotectant brain properties that cannabis has and being able to spread that love and that yeah. message to his other ex-players is huge. Like just that alone, I mean, we, we right. can isolate each and like each you said, thing. They've been doing this for thousands of years. Every medicine that comes out, yeah, they do short-term studies. They can't do long-term studies on medicine that comes out. They'd have to test it for 60 oh, years. Yeah. It's impossible. So you're using something that you know has worked that has never been a detriment to society versus things that, that 20 years down the road can do a million things to you. Correct. So. Yeah. yeah, when, when anyway. you guys get to my age, 57, I'm, I'm on vacation this week, so I played golf three days in a row. So I am still uh, you know, walking you today. I'm looking good. I'm actually looking good. But, uh, Listen, we got some you know, CBD for so. you. We got some muscle balm CBD for you. Yeah. We'll get you hooked up. Yeah, I, I love that. The, that's my favorite part, the bath bombs and the ball and the, and the oils. And, it's and, very lifestyle driven. Which is awesome. And the, 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 the treats stuff. for the dog, yep, for the pets. Absolutely. Now, so one of the things that you did unique is you also were filling your own space. You were white labeling. You were having your own product lines. So let's go into Simply. Let's delineate, but let's also talk about how big this is for the company in the future. Yeah, so Georgia Hemp, that brand was more of a lifestyle distribution, more of the smokables, more of the edibles, more of uh, the dog products, things you wouldn't typically find, I guess, the in fun your... Stuff. Yeah, fun stuff. But something you wouldn't find in your wellness cabinet, perhaps, right? Um when you have a pain like you're, you're talking right. about right now, right? Uh, so Simply Wellness was our endocannabinoid fortification brand. And what that means is this is our endocannabinoid system, right? It fortifies our endocannabinoid system. Just some technical words, but basically our cannabis brand. And something that was a little bit more appealing to the general consumer across uh, different lines, age, demo, uh, demographic, or, or geographic. Uh, Simply is that brand. Uh, and Simply allows us to you know, look very sharp, look pretty, um, and... And buttoned up. And buttoned mm -hmm. up. Not that Georgia Hemp doesn't, but, you know, there's a... There, in the cannabis culture, there is a, yeah, there is a fun uh, counterculture, right? And, and I lean into that with right. the Georgia Hemp brand. Uh, the Simply isn't that as much, right? It, there's no THC involved. Um, it's all CBD brands, uh, products uh, for health and wellness that, that everyone from my daughter, who is nine, can take, all the way up to my mom, who's 76, Right. Um, so we're very proud of this brand. It's, it's a very big brand for us. Uh, we've partnered with the Kyle Pease Foundation or the official CB of the Kyle Pease Foundation here locally. Uh, great group. Um, and, and, and recently we, we had a huge announcement that we're the official CBD of your Atlanta Braves. Wow. So that was a very cool, cool thing that we've been and able to And I hope everyone understands what a big deal that is, both monetarily but also just to get to get in there to get it just how big of a partnership it is and how many roadblocks you have to go through we're the third uh team in major league baseball with the partnership um we get to sit on the phone and zoom calls with major league baseball it's pretty it's pretty wow. interesting and unique you know that's the validation, right? Yeah, there it yeah. is. I knew it was coming. Wait, I was setting you up for it. Who, what, who am I talking to today? Uh, Very I, I, cool. I, I, oh, yeah. Hey, let's let's rewind one second because I want to talk about NSC and those certifications because that's a big part of this. The Without NSF, that, yes. The NSF, yeah. I'm sorry. So the NSF organization, and, and for us to be allowed to do this partnership with the Braves or other large groups uh, in the sports world, we had to go through a process with NSF, and NSF um, approves manufacturing facilities, the equipment that's in these manufacturing facilities, and also the products now that are coming out. So not just CBD, but a lot of different products that athletes will put into their bodies. And so to, if you're a professional athlete, if you're an Olympic athlete, Ironman, there's, there's also a couple other interesting organizations, the Department of Defense. There's groups, uh, PGA, there's a lot of groups on this list 
for their players to use CBD, you want to use a product that's on this NSF approved list so you know it's in it. Right. So you don't run afoul of whatever Correct. their do- whatever their doping yeah. or whatever they want to call it Anything requirements is it. are. Every right. this goes through 50, 50 of our bottles go through testing every batch yeah. to make sure it gets NSF approved. And so we have our oil right now. We're, we're working on some gummies, and we're working on a, a cool stick, a topical cool stick, as well as um, a, a, a hydration shot. So we have a lot of NSF products for specifically for athletes that we're developing, and we see this as a huge, huge opportunity for our industry. The certification, the acceptance at a high level by professional leagues, it, 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 it just lends so much more credibility to what we've been doing for the past 10 years. Yeah. And now that we're talking, again, our focus has been on people that w- with conditions yeah. and that are hurt. This allows us to focus on athletes that are healthy, that are trying to continue doing that. And, and we're going to be part of that process. And that's a lot of trust mm-hmm. that an Olympic athlete, right. an Ironman athlete. But if it's good enough for an Olympic athlete, it's also good enough for the everyday man. And, Absolutely. And, and that's kind of the part that's really important Correct. here is that this research that you're doing at this high level doesn't just benefit these athletes. It benefits yeah. everybody. What NASA does, right? right. It all trickles down to us, right? Down, right? And so that's the great benefit of this is all of our products are going to go through this 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 trial and tribulations through athletes, and they're going to give us the feedback. We're going to re, 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 re edge, or redo our products based on that, right? And so right. we're going to be constantly improving in our own ecosystem. I love it. And you've created a barrier to entry against competitors because it's hard to get these certifications. It, it is. And I yeah. think the best part is, let's talk about the marketing now. So you're a Brave sponsor. One, it's a hell of an achievement, right? We, you, we're in the Brave Stadium right now. You're seeing this place. What they've been able to build and the duration of what they're going to win for is unbelievable. But it's also a stamping your flag down there and saying, look, don't, don't, don't F with us. Yeah. What did you go into this as a marketer? What did you intend to get out of it? And what are you doing to get that out of it? I don't know. It's huge, right? Um, I don't know what, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a huge deal. There's distribution here, right? There's wholesalers that we're going to be talking to. We're going to be all over the Southeast getting this product out with the Braves logo on and our brand, bringing them back and buying other products. You know, I hate to say this is a $99 mattress at the end of the day, right? People are going to be coming to us because of this, but it is, right? They're going to be coming to us because of what we're able to push out there. And then now we have all this big inventory of products to say, look, we got all this other stuff too. Right. And this is why it's going to help you as a small business owner, as a large business owner, whatever. Here's the profit margins. Here's the ratios. Here's what my million and a half dollars in marketing brings to you when you put this in your store, I think it will help break some of the stereotypes and maybe the cultural challenges. Right? It'll speed that up. Yeah, it'll speed it up. I think it, there it, be it, we've I done think a lot, but yeah. every year there's another layer. Right. There's another step. There's another person to, in, uh, to to get introduced to to impact that they have their circle of friends. Right. Dude, there's millions of people in this country, and there's millions of little baby circles that we just got to keep digging right. into. And then. You know, hopefully, the you know, I, I believe the Braves are a good uh, pathway to that here in the southeast and Braves country. Um, I mean, they've been here since the 60s. Uh, we have new people coming in here yep. all the time into this market. And with our presence, with with this affiliation. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. At your point, we're putting the flag down. I did this first for, for time. So, I, you know, my career, I did a lot of different official sponsorships and, and those were never a one year event you're no. looking at and you know you're looking at the Braves obviously they've got a wonderful um you know uh kind of runway for the years to come in which you're looking at that runway Absolutely. and how do you build those circles as you say so yep. it's uh you know this is a longer term commitment and something that uh you know it, it, we signed it here at the end of the year right yep. we're going to we're going to leverage this playoff but it, it's it's a it's, it's a 3 year with a couple year option yep. right and so you 
it, we're still a new company. Yeah. yeah. Right. And to yeah. say, okay, how do I plan out the next three years? It's very hard. You're yeah. acknowledging that. But it's great you have the option. I plan out seen, the year. Yeah. Because anything can happen with regulation. Yeah. yeah. Right. Anything that can happen. That can be pulled out at any at any point, and I'm, I think that's important. So, so we know in a, in a traditional setting what business looks like three years out, right? Distribution, this, that, how you entertain, bop, bop, bop. But I'm already looking at next year, working with our, our nonprofit, Kyle Pease. I said, how do we help you with the Braves? Kyle said, I want to be the first wheelchair athlete to uh, race against the freeze. And yeah. I was like, that's amazing. Let's yeah, do it. Cool. I texted my guys over the Braves. Yeah. And that's something we're going to work on for next year. Yep. So it, it's, it's how do we keep leveraging the affiliation sponsorship to not just take the billboard, not just take the signage, because I think just – Side note, you buy a sponsorship, what yeah. do you have to do? You have to activate, activate it, it. Yes. right? So that yeah. was also the thought is people can sign checks and walk away and say, that's my logo, that's yeah. my – But it's oh, how you it's leverage such a failure st- when you do that. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and people do, and it's, it's expensive. You, I mean, you subtly threw in that dollar amount there. It ain't no small chunk of change. Well, man. That's, that's total. That's total. Right, no, that's the market. Is, what I was already it, spending it, it, in addition. It, it ain't no, it ain't no small smoke and change. And I think the activation is important. And let's talk about, you know, let's have a fun conversation here. So, Joe, when we were talking about doing some marketing, one of the things he brought to our attention, and sometimes as marketers, my job is not to invent it. My job is to take your idea and roll with it. And one of the things we're going to do is we're going to do nil deals for everyday people because right. you know the nil, the marketplace is all over the place. You have all these athletes. Man, how do you take it down to the everyday guy? Well, Chubb, you just played. Three sets of eight. You were living like a champion this weekend. Absolutely, yeah. So an NIL deal, where now we're rewarding you for doing it, and it's a goofy way, but what you're trying to do is show, hey, we're going after this person, but that doesn't mean this can't benefit you. And NIL, maybe not be a baseball thing, but as we're in college football, those are the ideas, those are the marketing plays that you really have to put your effort and time into. Every day, we're all living like champions, whether you're playing golf or playing pickleball. Chasing your kids around in the morning. You're taking your kids out to the ballpark for, I mean, I I did cheerleading and softball on Sunday. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Give me a trophy. Yeah. yeah. So, look, I mean, we're all, we're all living like champions. We're, we're doing our best. And what we can do is help provide you with the best CBD on the market. Yep. Right? And hopefully support you in that in, that, in the best way we can. And it's a reward at the same time. It also makes you better for moving forward. And it's it's really giving that. I, I love right. it. I think it's, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. What um you know do you have anything else you can share at this point? Some ideas? I know you're just, you're just getting going with the Braves, but other things that you're – Look, we can break, into thinking about. You want me to just throw some stuff off the wall? I've been thinking. Yeah, yeah. Nobody knows. Like I wanted. Like um, I'm a big street stretcher. I'm always okay. stretching in line wherever we're at. Right. Strider's a big stretcher. Right. Spencer right. Strider's a big stretcher. His thighs are like right. damn horse thighs. Right. Uh, he's a big stretcher. So I want to do like a street stretching with Strider, like around town. We're out just doing like cool stuff. Like where's yeah. a concert or grabbing a burger or doing whatever yeah. around Atlanta. Yeah. We're we're just street stretching. Just yeah. street stretching. You know. Yeah, I love it. I love a good stretch, man. I mean, it's, it's an underutilized part of anything you do in a day is stretching. And the older you yeah. get, the more, oh, my goodness gracious, Please. a oh, good stretch is. Stretch is great. <laughs> do before you get out of bed. And, again, you know, that, exactly. I mean, that's just something I've started doing as I've gotten older. It's just more stretch and less lifting, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, um, and I, it's just something that's part of my life. And so I, I kind of want to incorporate that into to, to what I do in business. Uh, yeah. Yeah, wow. that's awesome. Well, it's, um, you know, I think we've got about a minute, minute and a half before the break. What's what's a, maybe a, another unknown benefit? What's something that uh, someone might not be thinking about? Cannabis is a uh, uh, opposite. It's a vasodilator, right? So yep. it opens up blood flow. So for sickle cell patients, but also maybe erectile dysfunction, blood flow needed, right? That's what I was thinking. Thank you, sir. <laughs> we're, we're, we're where we are. I want, I want to dive too deep into the problem. <laughs> but it's also vasodilator when it comes to cancer in vaso restri- or I'm sorry, vasodilator restriction and restricting uh, any flow uh, to, that, to that cancer cell. 
So what it does in vasodilation for blood vessels, yeah. it can vaso um, restrict uh, in the cancer situation of trying to kill that cancer cell. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, that's a that's, that's important stuff, man. I think, like you said, uh, my understanding, if this gets unclassified as a Category 1 drug, it opens up the real research to happen. We're still being withheld yeah, right now. Yeah, so what's about to happen is what they're going to do is yeah. look at it making the Schedule 3. doesn't help people like us. It helps the researchers. So it does yeah. kind of open it up for that the argument, right? Um, but you're 10 years away from that impact being seen. But at the same point, so you're making it. So give it to me it, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem with because you're not, I, again, how I understand it, you're allowed to do research. It's not allowed to be peer reviewed. It's not allowed to be submitted to certain journals. So it, I'm not it's saying you can't trust it. It's a one non-medicinal benefit product. So you can't item. do yeah. the real peer reviewed studies and the real formal stuff. It's not in the Lancet and all those things, which again. But that's just in here in America. Yeah, again, yeah. look at Israel. Yeah. They've been doing it for over 50 years. Yeah. It's amazing the research they have. Wow. I gotta well, do that. We'll, we'll dive into that a little bit when we come back from the break. And you're listening to the Marketing Mad Men on Extra 106.3. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY. And there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required. And they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Now back to the Marketing Mad Men on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome back to the Marketing Mad Men. Trip Job and Nick Constantino here with Joe from the uh, Georgia Hemp Company. And, you know, we just kind of released your uh, big news about uh, being official sponsor of the Atlanta Braves. And, you know, you, you talked a little bit about Simpleaf is is kind of the brand and the product offering and portfolio. Yep. Why, don't, why don't you dive into that a little bit? So, um, Simply so we Wellness. Yeah, Simply Wellness and Simply Sport is kind of right. our sport brand underneath that. And uh, what we've done in the past, and we, you know, my background is sports, sports marketing. I yep. love it. Now, my, own, my whole reason to get into marketing was because of the 92, uh, or no, I'm sorry, the, the 02 NBA All-Star Game here in Atlanta. I couldn't get tickets. I was in college, and I shouldn't have been right. able to get tickets, right? I was a nobody. But I learned... Well, at least I, was, I, was, I said, how do I figure how do I get there, yeah. right? So Thursday night's the dunk contest, and, yeah. the, and, the, and then you, and you see the guy from, name the company, the marketing guy from whatever company, handing over the trophy. Right. I was like, son of a gun. Yeah. It's the marketing guy. Okay, so that's how you do it. Um, and so when I was with Hair Cuttery, I actually, uh, we, we, we did a, a Thrasher's sponsorship when I was here, mm-hmm. and we gave away mullet wigs two years in a row. Uh, and we did haircuts for free uh, or for charity in, in a couple of the suites there at Phillips Arena. Uh, but we got a mullet wig. So sports mar- I just love sports marketing. It's just a big thing for me. Um, so throughout my time, so you know, Simply Sport allowed us from a CBD perspective. I dove back into it. Uh, we've done stuff like the Mitsubishi Electric Classic, the the, the senior tour for PGA yep. up, up Sugarloaf. Sugarloaf. Amazing, yeah, amazing. My age crowd that uh, has Absolutely. I, I should have said and, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, But 
target market for us. Perfect crowd right. for us. Uh, we have a, a, a boxer, Evan Holyfield, son of Evander. Yeah. Okay. Uh, about 26 years old, big fighter. He's one of our representatives for Simply Sport. Uh, the Gwinnett Gladiators, uh, the hockey yeah. team, minor league hockey team here. We partnered with them last year. We were able to get those players, their training staff, all of our products. They became big, big, uh, big supporters of our Duluth store. So are you trying to, you know, there's a couple of different ways when you have influencers. One, you can get people that, you know, people look up to and aspire, either Taylor Swift's of the world and everyone wants to be just like them. Sure. Or people they can relate to. Can I give you that it? answer? Because I know yeah. it. You, you get people who really like the product and yeah. who use the product. The rest of it is it doesn't matter. It's that, people who engage and right. really engage yeah. with the product. That, and that's what I that's what I'm attracted to. And, and that's why I think Kyle P's Foundation's uh, uh, another a- athletic group uh, that's running and pushing athletes. They're huge for us as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I see these athletes and these groups and these organizations using our products for beneficial reasons and you get that feedback, that's huge. Yeah. I mean, one, yes, I want to talk to them. And to your point, use them as influencers to some degree, like, right? Like you can connect one. Hey, I do that on the weekends. Maybe I should be using that. I got a, I got a thing. I've, I've read, yeah. I've, I've seen the information. And it's Maybe de- I it's being stigmatized there. Right. And it's going to be, my mom else. mentioned it. So, and so my buddy, Jimmy yeah. said, testimonials to me, you're a lot better than paid advertising. Correct. So. And so that's why anytime anybody's come to us and said, Hey, there's a football player up in the Northeast who wants to you know, partner with the CBD brand. I don't really listen to those conversations. Right. Right. And I mean, unless it's unless it really makes sense. Right. But more than likely, I'm not going to listen just because somebody wants the. Well, I'll tell you this, Joe, you are now the official CBD of the marketing madman. That's for sure. Because, uh, hey, hey, there's a there's a marketing angle there. But more importantly, uh, I support what you do. I love it. I think that you guys have been uh, trendsetters. And I'm curious, you know, what's the current call, man? You got you've done so much. What are the next couple of years look like? What do you got behind the curtain? Look, We keep growing. We open some more stores. We keep we keep uh, providing. We keep getting NSF approved uh, sports products. We start working with Olympic athletes. We start working with trainers. We start working with the influencers. Those are the influencers, right? The ones yeah. that are working with the athletes. Yep. They're going to go out there and say, I'm not getting paid. I'm yep. using this because of what it does. Um, and they got other stuff if you don't want to buy the NSF one, right? Um, so I think that's it. Just to continue to, to, to build, keep moving the goalpost. I, I'm never going to be happy, I guess. I don't know. I, I just want to keep growing. Yeah, you're, uh, you don't sit still, which is uh, it's not a bad thing. That's uh at least I mean, not right now. Yeah, maybe yeah. I will one day. But I, I see a window, and I see an opportunity. Um, it's like a deja vu. You said about the stores and like I don't know. It's just like a vision. Yeah, well, I see this vision of you know there's going to be you know college football playoff or something, and Joe's going to be out there handing a uh, yeah. There it is. Yeah, there it is. And a trophy out with Bob Marley playing in the background. Yeah. That's all you need in life, man. I think I want to throw maybe a, a music concert next year. I don't yeah. know. I get some cool fun bands and. You know, athletes love music, tie it all together. Yeah. Music, and wait a minute, somebody's done this before, I think. Yeah, it might have been. Uh, you know, look, one of the funny things is there's also, because it has been so stigmatized for so long, there's a new market every day. There's every new people day. that are opening their eyes, and just seeing some of the people walked in, I was like, that is not who I thought I was going to see in this store. I don't stand behind yeah. the bar much anymore and, and do that, because we have employees, right? But right. if I do get lost back there for a couple seconds, it's your point. It's a new, it, every person is a new consultation for me. To, it's a chat. like, I love it. Dude, my, my mother-in-law, who is the most conservative Catholic born in Puerto Rico, she bought CBD online. And she goes, do you think this is real? I go, what the hell are you doing? By You wouldn't even let me curse when I first met you. Now you're doing drugs? My, so, mom, my mom saw it on the religious channel. She said that they were peddling that is, it. That they, is, had, they had holy water. How they had far, holy blessed CBD oil. How wow. far we've come. And look, I, I, I'll tell you this. I don't, I, I'm a libertarian. I don't want 
the anarchy. I don't want every drug to be legal. I, that's not what I want. I don't see that. I don't think we're smart enough as a society to do the right way. Regulation is not bad. Regulation, yeah. but at the same time, I think a, a realistic approach to be, view the benefits, talk about what the downfalls are, because there are so many things out there that are worse. There are so many Adderall, just so many medicines. Sugar. Sugar. Well, I say all the time, Coca-Cola is way worse that for you than Miller Lite. That was my entry know. drug. Yeah, I think yeah. regulations, I think we need, I think what we need to fix is the speed and the barriers to work through the regulations. Maybe if the congressmen weren't all 92 years old, that we'd have well, a exactly. room for I mean, regulations. I, mean, I, just yeah, I don't care whether you're true medicine, whether yeah. you're energy. I mean, I'm oh, doing well, a lot well, of clean, COVID clean showed that. Space. COVID showed that. You COVID it. showed what we can do if we actually we, come out we, with something quickly. We well, you think about the through. what you think about the vaccine or not, the fact that we were yeah. able to do it so quickly is freaking crazy. It, it is crazy it that that was able to happen. So what um, you know, I was really impressed. You know, obviously, you get, you're thinking as a business person, a marketing person. Um, what keeps you up at night? And maybe you don't have to worry about keeping up at night because your product. But what what is a business owner? What keeps you up at night? Anything? Just the little stuff. Yeah. You know, like I, I probably the freaking str- sign outside that stupid uh, store. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, little things like that. Like why isn't this moving, or why isn't this project getting off the ground, or. I got to answer just an email and have just a few things I'm supposed to say in that email, right? Like, it's super easy. like the easy things. Like, oh, crap, I got to get back to Casey about something. I got to get back to Chad. Or I got to get back to just a little, little thing. So, you know, I mean, I'm not worried about the regulations anymore. Yeah. I'm not worried about the law. I'm not worried about the cops. I'm not worried about, yeah. you know, anything like that. Um, we just got a new bank, actually, First Citizens Bank, uh, the, the first hemp-friendly bank in the country. Big shout out to them. If, if you're looking to, if you need financing or bank for a small business or hemp, go look at them. They were the, they, we just wow. signed on with them. We've awesome. got lines of credit. Wow. I'm self-funded this entire time. I've never once taken anyone's money. Right. Not once. But sometimes you need a line of credit. Let's be honest. Yeah. Hey, that's the first thing I learned in business school. Credit card yeah. challenges and things like that. And yeah. um, I never once used a, we are all self-funded. We've never gone in debt. So we're my, me and my business partner. He's super. We're super proud of that. And now that we have a line of credit, we're like, okay, now we can grow the business. Yeah. So you say, what's next? Is like, I got a wish list. Yeah. Right. Uh, open more stores. Do more marketing. Sign bigger partnerships. Yeah. Hire more people. More distribution. More products. All of the above. Right. Right. Well, and you've got part of your team here. You want a little shout out to uh, your team? It I mean, like Cassidy got- is a huge help. She's my right hand. Couldn't have done it without her. She's also the yeah. ones that hand me all my Delta 9s whenever we're playing golf. So yeah. she's a dollar uh, and a half I, I for do, me, too, because it I helps. I do use her as my new pusher man <laughs> if I'm like, hey, can you go deliver this? So she's like my new delivery guy. Uh, yeah. One but, pant leg up. You have to roll up one pant leg when you do uh, it. Uh, uh, that's, it's got to be the left leg, too. Don't go with the right. Um, i got to start right. with that, well, we got about 30 seconds. <laughs> any uh, last words or any uh, Cheech and Chong quotes you want to leave us with? Or I mean, I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, look, Georgia Hemp Company, Simply Sport, the new official uh, partner of your Atlanta Braves, uh, partnering with them in their CBD the needs. Um, come check us out. Georgia Hemp Company, got four locations. Thank you for having me. Congrats, Appreciate brother. it. Congrats. Congratulations. Great so story. Much. And uh, look forward to uh, learning more. And, uh, you know, uh, go check them out. So thanks so much, Joe. You've been listening to Marketing Mad Men on Extra 106.3, and we'll be back next week. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win.
When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford. We are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com. 